0: It is another Saturday morning, this one, the uh, 8th of October, when we invite Jack Farrell in to have a bit of a wine chat. Good morning, Jack. Hi there, Denny. How are you this fine morning? I'm doing quite well. It's a nice, fresh morning. Very brisk out there. Yes. Of course, <laughs> that's a little almost overdue. We've been very blessed. Uh, and that brings to mind when there's a little nip in the air, of course, I think about hunting. And... Everybody asks me from time to time, how do you pair a wine with your uh, hunting results? And that's really kind of simple. Wine and game pairing has been going on for centuries, and it really isn't very difficult to do at all. Uh, game is a little different than raised beef or uh, raised poultry, etc. cetera. Uh, it's going to be tougher. It's hard to cook uh, and get it so it tastes good. I mean, I've been in hunters' homes where they cook something up and they're very proud of it, and actually it was so tough you could hardly chew it. And uh, so when you're cooking the uh, the game, in this case, say let's say venison, you want to make sure it's nice and moist and tender. And unlike raised beef, there isn't very much fat in it. In fact, I always thought it was a very interesting statistic that bison, buffalo, has less fat in it than turkey does. I mean, that just blew me away, but it happens to be a fact. Uh, When we think about wine and game, let's talk about deer a little bit. And that whole family, moose, caribou, and elk, are all in the deer family. And then you think of what does venison go with. Well, venison goes with so many things. A lot really depends on how you're going to prepare that venison. Uh, If you're cooking the backstrap or the tenderloin of venison, and you want to cook it just like a beef tenderloin, nice and rare. Uh, And uh, everybody may think, oh, God, it's wild. You can't have it rare. Yeah, that's the best way to enjoy it, really. And if you want to make a sauce for it to make it more palatable, you can certainly do that. Uh, Any other parts of venison need tenderizing. And believe me, one of the best tenderizers in the entire world is a bottle of red wine. It it tenderizes uh, everything it touches, and uh, it's so good if you have a good marinade to put on that. And then when we're talking about preparation, say you're doing venison chili, you wouldn't want the same wine as you're going to have with that lovely backstrap with a a nice mushroom sauce. Uh, No, you'd you'd want something perky to have with that uh, venison chili. Uh, A Zinfandel might be very good, like Windstorm Zinfandel would be very, very nice. Now, antelope is another type of game altogether. It's more related to goats than deer, and uh, it has a sage flavor. So when you uh, are cooking antelope, you want to bear that sage flavor in mind. And like I say, it's a nice, big, robust meat and therefore a big, robust wine should go with that. Uh, You know, the pairing basics are are simple. Red wine generally is the best with any kind of wild red meat, Uh, deer, elk, caribou, moose, etc. Venison is uh, the most popular, so let's sort of just stick with that. You want uh, something in the red wine that's smooth on the palate and would blend nicely with that, as well as complement So a lot has to do with how you're going to prepare whatever that dish is. And as I said before, antelope is a little like goat. It has a sage flavor. So you know what isn't bad with that is a Sangiovese from Italy. That Sangiovese grows all over Italy. But the best Sangiovese, in my opinion, comes from the Tuscany region. And uh, you can get a Brunello di Montecino very nicely, Another uh, wine that would really go extremely well with uh, antelope, if you had it, is uh, that the poor man's amarone. Uh, it's really a nice wine, and uh, just simply delicious. It's got big body, so it can stand up to uh, that uh, preparation. And it's called amicone, amicone, and it's not an amarone, but it's just like one. That's a big, bold wine. Uh, from the area that gives us Valpolicella and Bardolino, etc., uh, and as well as suave. but uh, we're talking about preparing stuff. Now we, we do a lot of goose hunting. Goose is tough as can be. That's a really hard thing to get tender, in my opinion. So uh, braising it in advance of cooking it is very important. Uh, it's not like uh, a domestic goose where you've got lots of of fat and you can roast it so easily. A wild goose is pretty hard to roast because uh, it has so little fat in it, and you have to keep basting it. A lot of people will put bacon on top of wild goose uh, for the fat from the bacon, baste it as well as moisturize it a little bit. Another thing that I like to do, I just simply breast the uh, the goose and take that breast and treat it like a, a big hunk of beef, and I'll, I'll marinate it. And as I said, there's no better marinade than wine, because wine is such a good tenderizer. So when you take that goose breast and you marinate it in a bottle of red wine, uh, and... Uh, any you know red wine is uh, very nice with that, but what you really want is a big red wine. This is no time or when you're cooking game or even marinating game uh, to be uh, waltzing around with light red wines. You want something that's assertive. Uh, wines from the northern Rhone Valley, such as Croix Hermitage, which are pretty much heavy to Syrah grape. Syrah, California Syrah is... A wonderful wine to have with any type of uh, goose, in my opinion. And like I said, I, my brother always makes goose jerky, where he slices it and then leaves it in the oven under a very low heat. After he's marinated it and that, and that goose breast jerky is some of the best jerky I've ever had. But then we come to other game like dove, grouse, quail, partridge, etc., uh, and of course pheasant. You know, you might want to try something like a white rote, uh, a Viognier. There's one called uh, out there called La Forge Viognier, which is one of the best. Viognier is a wonderful story, and someday we should just talk about it. But it's had a remarkable comeback in the 60s. There were less than five acres planted in all of France, and today there's hundreds and hundreds because Viognier has made a comeback. It's a wonderful white wine that's a very big white wine, and will go perfectly with any of those aforementioned uh, things like grouse, quail, partridge, and, and of course, pheasant. And also with those same game birds, a light red like a Beaujolais would be very good, or a southern bone uh, from Burgundy, or even a, a Pinot Noir from Oregon uh, would go very, very nicely. Because uh, game needs an assertive line, something that's going to jump up and say, hey, Notice me here, because otherwise the game will overpower everything else. And so picking a wine to go with that game is just terrific. Uh, here's something, you know, unfortunately, Merlot has gone in and out of favor. It's coming back a little bit. But most Merlots have uh, kind of a little chocolatey, spicy flavor to them that I think lends them, lend themselves to certain game. I know we very often at home have – Buffalo burgers, where we use ground bison instead of hamburger uh, to make the burgers. And always Merlot seems to go so very, very nicely with that. Uh, if, if you're fortunate enough to have some wild boar, uh, I can remember doing this in Germany a long, long time ago, hunting for boar. Uh, and we'd have Italian wine and, of course, German wine because we were in Germany. And they all seemed to go so well with it. The boar was prepared uh, two or three different ways uh, and served in courses. And uh, the last course, which was the boar tenderloin, was served with a big Italian barolo. Barolos come from the Piedmontese area of Italy. That's the part of Italy that's up in the Alps, the foothill of the Alps. And uh, some say it's the best wine in Italy. Its reputation uh, is the wine of king and the king of wines. But it is a big, powerful wine, and while it's made today so it's a little bit more addressable and drinkable in its youth, when I started out here, you'd have Barolo. You couldn't drink one of them until they were at least 20 years old. They were so tannin. And, and oh, I almost forgot rabbit. Uh, rabbit's not too gamey. Everybody says it tastes like chicken, and that's kind of true. It's lean, sweet. It's light and therefore you would want a lighter red wine to have with rabbit, in my opinion. Again, it depends on the preparation. Most rabbit uh, dishes are stewed, so uh, the red wine goes very, very well with it. And like I said, the important thing is the sauce. And I love to monkey around with sauces and marinades and things like that. And I think that particularly when we're talking about game, they just seem to lend themselves to marinades. And it enhances the flavor so much. And while enhancing the flavor, it tenderizes that game. So how can you beat that? You've got something that fulfills really two very important objectives, adds a little flavor, and makes it a little more tender. So I think whether you're going to have some venison, which is probably the most popular and easy, or you're going to have some mallard duck, which is another popular easy thing that your favorite hunter is going to bring home, uh... Maybe you ought to try this. You can go online and get hundreds of recipes for marinades and for uh, how to prepare game, etc. But in my opinion, if you hunt the game, you ought to be able to prepare it. I don't think it's very fair to most young women today for you to bring home a brace of ducks or some pheasant and say, well, would you mind fixing these up? Uh, That might have been okay 50, 60 years ago, but today that just simply doesn't fly. So if you're going to go out and hunt it, you might just as well know how to prepare it. And like I said, when you consider any kind of game dish, whether we're talking foul or hoofed, uh, you really want a wine that is going to be assertive without being overpowering everything, and you want a wine that will do that double duty, tenderize it as well. You've got very red flavorful meat, so you want a very red flavorful wine. And uh, like I said, whatever you're going to prepare, it's really more fun, I think, uh, to prepare it than it is to shoot it. Uh, I'm a little biased there. I love shooting them, but I also love eating them. And I'm telling you that if you prepare it with a good Italian wine marinade or a good, French wine marinade, or even a wonderful, say, California marinade made with that Winstock stock, Zinfandel, for example, you'll be very, very pleased because the pairing is very specific. The wines go well together, and part of the fun of hunting, in my opinion, is sharing your catch with whatever friends you have over at the time, and let them enjoy something like that because, you know, it's really very hard to get uh, venison in the supermarket. Some sub-stores have that, but it's hard to come by. So when someone brings it out, it's kind of uh, don't go, oh, no, unless particularly if you uh, are going to cook it yourself. So remember, the wine has a twofold objective. It enhances the flavor. It tenderizes the meat. And that's true of any kind of game you have. And so whatever you're going to do uh, after you've hunted it, remember, you ought to be the one that cooks it. And this is a great time of the year to visit any one of the Haskell's locations, right, Jack? Yes. It, they can pair any line with any game dish. They're experts at it. So stop in any one of the 10 Haskell stores and ask them for a little help. And you know what? They'll help you pick a line that just will not break the bank. And don't forget, right now, we're in the midst of our fabulous fall sale. We have over 50 BOGOs. That's simply, you buy one, get one free. And there's 50 of those BOGOs, and it's incredible. All the wines, every wine I've mentioned here, you could buy on a BOGO almost at Haskell's. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. Haskell's in Bloomington. There's a Haskell's in Excelsior. In Faribault, right off at of thirty-five. The Maple Grove Supercellar is not to be missed, 22,000 square feet of wine. Haskell's in downtown Minneapolis with free parking, Minnetonka, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com. And don't forget, we do deliver. Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com. And don't forget, we do deliver. Let's uh, talk again next week, Jack. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.